welcome to sub-level two of the Backrooms podcast. After each suffering respective mental breakdowns caused by the trauma induced by Elden Ring's brutal difficulty, the boys are finally back and ready to discuss their time in the lands between. Is this the first game in ages to actually live up to its hype? We've got plenty of stories to tell over a collective 300 hours of game time. So sit back, relax, double count your crimson flasks, and indulge in some of the shared suffering that is... Elden Ring. He's like, I'm gonna get a tattoo of a snake on my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do stuff like that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> BJ's Wholesale Club, where value comes from. It comes to life. That was wrong. I did the model wrong. Welcome to the Backrooms Podcast. We we're just, not sponsored by BJ. I don't think we can just literally just say the spot. <laughs> I, fucking... I didn't. I fucked it up. I didn't even say the right one. I made it up. <laughs> a slogan is a memorable motto or phrase used in a clan, political, commercial, religious, and other contexts as a repetitive expression of a an idea or purpose. That long COVID's really <laughs> setting in, isn't it? <laughs> We are back, bitches! Welcome. We have uh, stumbled upon subfloor two. Subfloor. We're in the subfloor. We're not even like the the, the right. section okay, below. So we're we, in the subfloor. So let me explain. We were talking about starting season two for the podcast, <clears throat> and he's like, "Oh yeah, S two. and I was like, "No, no, no. It's it's F two for floor two. But then we were like, "We can't really list it like that online." So we said. Sublevel. Sublevel two. Sub-level. Sub-level. Okay. Sub-level. Sub-level. Keep the S. Sublevel two. sounds better than subfloor. Yeah. I don't want to be in the subfloor. Uh-huh. It gets a little it gets a little ranky in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to even look at what your subfloor looks so like in this house. Polished. It's kinda of like you know how hotels don't have uh, subfloors? Uh, no, a, a floor seven or a floor eleven or whatever because it's bad luck. Thirteen. Thirteen. It's thirteen. Thir- whatever 13. numbers. Is that a thing? Yeah. So it goes. Yeah, it always will... goes from twelve to fourteen. No one uh, wants to be on the thirteen, even because the superstition. I is lack in... the money that it takes to to stay in a fourteen plus story hotel. So. <laughs> yeah, you just stay at, uh... on a cruise in fucking Antarctica. <laughs> you just stay. At, uh... <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to ever get this joke, but you just stay at Comeback Motor Inn. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> That's where quick, value comes to life. I think a quick Google search will help out those who have no idea what we're talking about. But today, today, we're talking about a newly released game. You know, maybe it's been about, what, a month? Two months almost? Yeah. Um, Elden Ring by From Software. Yeah, yeah, we're, we are. We're talking about it again. We're talking we, about. It. We were going to talk about this as, like fucking three weeks as ago. As a as a precursor to what we kind of you know our opinions are of of this experience. Stop you! <laughs> All right, Justin. No, that in wasn't. The, in, in... <laughs> this is a closed room. You sound like a fucking tea kettle, Justin. <laughs> How many years have I known you? Too many. <laughs> Yeah, some might say too many. What have I ever done to fucking hurt you? <laughs> that you're putting me through this right now. A lot. A lot. <laughs> Elden Ring. This is a game... All it, about shared suffering. This is a type of game that I don't think 
would tr should traditionally I don't say should would have traditionally had as much popular success as it as it has right now. You know what is it twelve or or fifteen million players something close to there something insane like or that, sales yeah. and it's and it has some of the continuous um, highest amount of yeah, concurrent million. players on like Steam and a lot of other platforms. Like that's crazy. This game is hard as fuck. What and and everyone keeps playing it. There, so why? <laughs> well, why are you playing? It? I don't, I don't, it's like a disease. Why do I have that? I don't choose to have that. I just do. <laughs> um, I will say, it to me. There's something kind of satisfying knowing that the the Soulsborne experience is now being played by a less niche audience. I shouldn't say less niche because, you know, Dark Souls 3 had... Um, it's becoming more mainstream. More mass right. appeal. Yes, more mass appeal. Because um, Dark Souls 3, um, I think it sold over 10 million copies. Oh, um, the Elden Ring has sold more copies than all of the other collective um, from software titles. Really? really? Yeah. I believe that, actually. Yeah. I believe that. The amount of hype that, that has really been behind this game is... Incredible. Because I think it was in a couple million for each. And with Dark Souls, I think three being the, the peak amount. Well, Dark Souls um, 3 has about 10 million sales. Maybe within the first few months. Like maybe within this time frame. Mm -hmm. um, CNET has an article titled, Why the Hell is Elden Ring So Popular? And I think that's a fair question. Because just like you said, this is a type of title that there, there would not... Like it's, it's, it's a difficult game. And that, mm -hmm. that's what it's... It's very oppressive. It's very unforgiving. However, I think that is what drew... You know, that's what drew a lot of people to the Dark Souls and Bloodborne games. <clears throat> but in this case, I think it's because there's a new format that allows more people to access the game. While it's still just as difficult, if not more difficult in some aspects... You can choose how to approach it, unlike the other Dark Souls games where very linear. Well, no, I shouldn't say very linear, but more linear in nature. Mm -hmm. More restricted, like path of progression. Exactly um, within the like within the game world. Mm -hmm. I, I really, I did not buy into the hype on this game whatsoever. I know how excited you were for it. Yeah. I really could not have cared less. Truth be told, I played Dark Souls three. I got up to like the third boss you got and I did free. Yeah. And I, at that point I decided, I was like, I don't think this is my kind of game. I, I'm not, <clears throat> I couldn't get behind it. So when this game came out, everybody would not shut the hell up about it. And it got to the point where it was like, all right, maybe, 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 maybe it's just me. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll go try Dark Souls 3 again. I'll give it another shot. Maybe it'll scratch the itch that I have to play Elden Ring. I don't have to pay $60 to play the game. Again, didn't really care for it, so I was like, nah, I, I don't know, I don't know. But something was gnawing at me. It was me. I was something gnawing was, at you. No, something inside <laughs> me was like, you have to do it. You have to do If you want to call yourself a fucking gamer, if you're 24 years old, still playing fucking video games, you have to play this game. You have to beat this fucking game. Otherwise, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> so I did it. And I did not think I was going to like it whatsoever. I was like, fuck, I'm shelling out $60. I'm going to play this game for like two hours. I'm going to get pissed. And I'm never going to play it again. 
but this fucking game is rewiring the shit out of my brain, and I did not give it permission to do that. From software, if you're listening, I did not give you user privileges to go messing with my internal diagnostics and start fucking with my brain, but you are, and I hate you for it. That was my rant. It's a good game. I I had to convince both of you to get it. And I, can, I had to convince enough of a few of I, our friends. I, I was interested in it because, like, the I also don't have much experience with the Soulsborne franchise, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Sekiro, all those. Um, I purchased Dark Souls 3 some years ago and tried it and couldn't beat the first boss and then came back to it maybe a year or two later. Actually, while you guys were there was when I you had guys had come over and you were like, cheering me on or like helping yeah. your guy whatever it was <laughs> and i beat the first boss and there was and i understood that sense of satisfaction of overcoming like a really difficult hurdle there are times when that the the difficulty and time put in doesn't always um get paid off enough it's like oh if i spent 10 hours fighting the same guy over and over and then i finally beat him it's not like oh i beat him it's like Oh god, I'm finally fucking done. It's like it's not satisfying at that point. But right. I don't think but Elden Ring I think strikes a nice balance where I don't feel like I'm beating my head against a wall to do anything in the game. And I'm I'm enjoying it. I think I now have about 40 or 50 hours really? into the game. Yeah. Um I know you guys are are probably double that. I know you're I have, triple that. I have Jack. 80. I have double you. He has, like, triple me. <laughs> I have 150 hours. You put in 30 in, like, less than a, the week, a week after it came out. See, that's, like, I don't want anyone to... I do have a job, so don't worry. You took off the week. <laughs> so you took the week off. I took off. the week off. Well, that was just a nice it coincidence. To, yeah, 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 Because yeah. the game got delayed. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. However, is quitting your job the same as <laughs> taking the week off? I will say I took a week off when Sekiro came out. Mm, when Sekiro mm. came out, I took I took the week off. I put uh I put forty hours into that game that week, and then I beat it the next week or the next two weeks or so. Uh, mm. It took me about eighty hours to beat Sekiro. Um, Elden Ring took me about a hundred, and I'm about and then I played a little bit on that character. I made a second character. I'm about thirty five hours in on that character. Um, it's so fucking big. It's it is. I'm on my second playthrough. 135 hours. I'm still finding new things. I'm I'm amazed. I'm honestly amazed at how big it is and how well polished it is. Mm-hmm. Given how big it is, I think. The, go ahead, um, Justin. There is the the size of the game. While it is a big game, and there's a lot of content, a lot of bosses, a lot of small little things hidden throughout the world. The game's duration is inherently a bit padded just by its difficulty. You're not going to just see something and then you go and beat it and that's it. A lot of times you're coming back to experiences, which I think is great. That's something that the Dark Souls games didn't do for me, where if I was at at a point of impasse... And I couldn't progress because I wasn't good enough. I wouldn't have the gear or I just I wasn't able to kind of understand the boss or whoever I was fighting that, you know, maybe you have a couple branching paths of things you can do differently, but there's not much else to go forth that it's, yeah. it's a much more 
um, a smaller scope of a world mm -hmm. where Elden Ring in its open world nature, I approach something, say the first boss a player faces, the first true boss is, is Margit. And the game is almost geared towards you. If you follow the sites of grace, which are like little campfires you stop at, and some of them have a little guiding light that kind of tells you, hey, go in that direction. You find another one, hey, go in that direction. And they will guide you to Margit, who's the first... Cutscene boss. Yeah, cutscene <laughs> boss, first like main mainline story boss. And you will more than likely get your shit pushed in by his big stick. <laughs> <laughs> you probably will. I know I did. I did. <laughs> Brian, Brian. Everybody, everybody except my fucking little brother did. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of nuance to this. So if you don't, it's the game's kind of like, hey, well, you got this whole other part of the region. You you didn't really probably explore, or you didn't go right. forth and find items and beat guys and level up enough. Go do that. You don't have to be stuck banging your head against the wall trying to beat this boss. Go do something else, and then through that. You may level up, you may gain some skills, you may gain some insight into how the mechanics of the game work, or maybe have a more keen eye when you come back to the boss. Like, just in general, in life, if you're don't, if you not able to accomplish something, come back to it with a fresh mind. And I find myself doing that a lot in Elden Ring. And I, that's a big part of the game, I think. Mm, I think you said it, it perfectly. I think you said it perfectly, because I think that's why this game worked for me when the other ones didn't. Mm. Exactly what you just said. If you got stuck in the older games, it was like... You're kind of limited in, in your options. You either have to get good <laughs> and beat this boss or maybe start a new character, try to realign your stats a little bit. You you didn't really have the option of just saying, all right, I'm going to take a break from this. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to go strengthen myself up and I will come more prepared to tackle this boss. I think that is an element that is extremely more accessible to people or, or that makes the game extremely more accessible to people um <clears throat> that in conjunction with i actually said this in the episode we talked about with difficulty um one thing that i hated about the dark souls games was the the checkpoints system or whatever the, the firing the, bonf the bonfires yeah sorry um the location of them so the stakes of Marika are these things in Elden Ring where they, they kind of function the same way as they're the like sites of grace. Half side of grace. Right. They're like a mini checkpoint where if you get killed, you'll respawn. And typically they're placed right outside boss areas. Or like large group encounters or something, right. a, a very difficult <clears throat> A difficult region. area where yeah. the game assumes that you're probably going to get killed. Mm -hmm. So instead of fighting your way through a really tough encounter trying to salvage as many flasks as you can and manage your health <laughs> before you even get to the boss. Now it's like, okay, you got killed, plop you right back at the gate, hit him again, right there, right then. Die again. Die again. But it, it alleviates so much the frustration yeah. of having to go back and retrace your steps and fight through all these other mini encounters before you even get a shot yeah. at the boss again. That's something that... Um... The game doesn't force you to have a walk of shame every time you die. Right. Exactly. And that was something that Dark Souls, uh, Dark Souls One, Demon Souls, oh, and fucking Demon Souls. <laughs> I tried get. I bought that on PS5 when they did the remaster. I can't. I could not. I could not get past just anything in that game. Yeah. It's so brutal. I mean, I never. I never was able to get through Demon Souls either. Um. 
because there's just rather than difficult i shouldn't say rather than difficulty but there's much more frustration in that because every time there's that walk of shame and you have to just sprint through these guys get to the next just so you can at least fight the boss the the difficult part and did you survive enough to be able to survive the boss exactly by the time you got there um sekiro and well, yes, yeah, Sekiro did it really well. Their their positioning of the um, they're they're in that they're called sculptor statues. Okay, um, were really well placed, um, and yet they still made sense. One, I think one of the things when designing the game that from software wanted to avoid was putting too many bonfires because then, like the oppressive world becomes less oppressive. Like, oh, I, I could just, I just got to get like another 15 feet and I can go to that one. Right. Another 15 feet and I can exactly. go to that one. So it's, it is a, t- I can't, ima- I can't imagine as a, de- as them, like not wanting to damage their vision of a world. Finding um, that balance. Yeah. But Dark Souls 1 did it better than any of the others when it came to that balance. But there was still some frustration here and there. Um, going back to what you were saying about you know the branching pads, that became less apparent in Dark Souls two and three, and um, hell even Bloodborne I would argue, but I know a lot of people would probably disagree with me on that one. Dark Souls one had the most interconnected map of any real game at the time. I shouldn't say really any game, but like where you would go down one path and. It just wouldn't stop. It wouldn't stop. <laughs> but you would find yourself at the beginning of another region that you saw 40 minutes ago, and you're like, how the hell did I come back here? And it's all continuous. If you look at a 3D model of, like, if you pull the game engine up and you just go into the raw data, you can look at the map and see how it's connected. And it's like, in a sense, it's fucking beautiful. That's that's good because some games will use... Um, the back backtracking as a way to pad like game time is like oh well you reach the end and you're gonna go back or maybe utilize reutilize level assets in reverse to pad the game time or you know development time is not enough and things like that but if but that that's great it's that rat oh I've I've uh, strucken down this this side path and maybe I find some things I fight a little mini boss whatever it is and I don't have to walk all the way back I just it looped back. And now I can continue on my journey. That's great. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. I really didn't know that. Yeah, and like instead of just oh, let me find another. Oh, I found another bonfire or another site of grace. The legacy dungeons in Elden Ring, like the the Stormvale castles and the the more traditional linear areas. Right. Um, they're called legacy dungeons uh, in Elden Ring, but um, what he no. farted again? Oh God. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. No, you're not. Instead of um, just saying, like, oh, we'll just put a side of grace here, 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 and here, they will design it in a way that it's like, oh, this door over here, you can't open it from this side. You know, the doorknob's mm. not fucking there or whatever. So you'll just walk around and you'll be like, oh, I can open it from this side. I'm at my old side of grace again. <laughs> but I progressed through the fucking area. Right. And I always found that, like, first time I ever encountered that was a Dark Souls game. Dark Souls 1. And I'm walking around and I'm walking around, I'm like, Oh shit! This is the door I was at before. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not that window. There's a window, you know, kind of that kind of thing. <laughs> it's a swimming pool. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's a window. window. <laughs> Can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, and like I said, this game is 
<clears throat> rewiring my brain. I'm not exaggerating. I am playing this game unlike any other game I've ever played. And I think Margit is when <laughs> I'm serious. Margit is when it finally clicked for me. Margit or Margot? To, Margit. Dude, Margot was easy. How I, many times did you fucking die? Shut the fuck up. Margot. You didn't even fight him yet. You don't even know who oh, I'm Margot. talking about. You said Margit is easy. I meant to say Margot. I've watched you die so many times. Because they're different. At your house. Yeah. At his house. Sorry. And then I went to my house. Stop farting. That wasn't that was me. me. Stop! <laughs> it's a group effort. It's group suffering. I went back to my house. Farted. Fart, shit my pants. And then I killed him in one try. Because I'm the best at this game. I killed Radon in one try. All right. Fucking While he was me. nerfed. No. While he was nerfed. You're making that up. No, I'm not. Fabrications. <laughs> um, no, but... Margit, sorry. Um, you, never I, fought, you never fought Moe. I finally got up to him. You know, I had already killed the tree sentinel. I killed that dragon in the, the lake mm-hmm. area to the to, near the beginning of the game. Um, and I finally got to Margit, and that's when the game said, all right, all right. Want to play hardball? <laughs> want to play fucking hardball. Now you're going to play the real game. <laughs> and um, I think he killed me upwards of like 40 times. That's still a low number for me. <laughs> I died your like... foolish ambitions to rest. <laughs> I I kept coming back to him. All right. So the first couple times I had the sorcerer with me and I was like, oh, this is great. He's taking all the aggro. I can just, you know, I can do my thing. Let him take all the attacks and I'll just hit him from behind like a pussy. <laughs> um, and then I would find that he would get killed <laughs> halfway through the fight and then I would be screwed in the second phase. Because so he has like, more health. So I was like, okay, how how do I solve this problem? Aside from studying his attacks because I'm lazy. So I went <laughs> onto the internet <laughs> and I said, how do I fucking beat this guy? And and people were like, you got to get Margaret Shackle. You got to get Margaret Shackle. And I was like, what the fuck is a Margaret Shackle? So they, they, I'm going on a side quest now to go find Margaret Shackle. I got to talk to this guy, Patches. Peaches. Patches. Pears. Patches. Patches. What are you fucking Margaret Shackle? Peggy the Pirate. So I didn't, okay. No, so, hang on. Let me oh finish my, okay, okay. my epic tale. I've been waiting to tell this story for three weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to find him. But then I get invaded by this bloody finger... <laughs> Asshole. I forgot his name. And then <laughs> then he starts killing me, and now I don't know how to beat this fucking guy. <laughs> so I was like, so how do I beat this guy now? So so I, I said, all right, how do I summon people? That would be helpful. I need to summon some people. So then I go on a quest looking for spirit ashes, and then now I have two Godric soldiers. All right, so now I'm feeling badass. And I, get, I, I kill the guy, I get the shackle, and now I'm like, all right, I have all these extra pieces. I got an extra, like, ten levels on me. Now I'm going to kick Margaret's ass. I didn't. It still took me like another 10, 12 tries. But I was like, by the end of that fight, I had it planned out. I was like, okay, I'm going to go in with the sorcerer. You got to use the shackle twice because that will keep him pinned. I can get a few hits off and it'll keep the sorcerer alive at least to the midway point of the fight. Then by the time he's getting ready for the second phase, I'll spawn in the spirit ashes. Then they'll take the aggro so I can kick this fucking guy's ass. It was an amazing process and by the end of it i have never felt more satisfied after killing a boss in any game i've ever played it was so fucking satisfying 
I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you you shared your your experience with us because I I I love seeing this kind of energy from somebody who couldn't get past the tree. Video games are not fun. <laughs> no, that 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 that's a good example of this. This you kind of can make this game as hard as you want it. Like if you don't want to use spirit ashes, or if you don't want to um, use certain types of builds, or or you don't want to use magic or you do want to use magic like certain things can help you in in more ways than one and you the difficult or if you can go and explore the region as much as possible and level up tons and tons and tons by the time you know you go say back to market before if you were if you didn't beat him and you just leveled up to like level 80 <laughs> you just whoop his ass yeah you just like three <laughs> hits you whoop his ass you you kind of made you made it easier but i mean that's up to you that's up for the that's up for the player to decide i think that's very important in this game so there's there's a discussion to be had. Um, we we talked about difficulty in games a few episodes ago, um, on the last sub level regarding uh, the release of Elden Ring coming out. You know th- that discussion of difficulty was going to come up again, and and it's been ha- it's been having been had. <laughs> I've been had been having this <laughs> yeah, like, discussion. Um, and the older you know Dark Souls games. The, the discussion was always, you know, oh, get good. And that's a very, it's a very toxic uh, way to just say, you know, like... Mindset. Uh, mindset, yeah. Right. There is, there are mechanics in the game that the core, like, Dark Souls community, like the hardcore sorry, Dark Souls community, um, say are, like, cheating. But it's like, they're in the game for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if somebody wants to use that, let them fucking use it. Like, to me, I don't like using intellect based or intelligence based um like magic because mm-hmm. it's very powerful mm-hmm. um so i like to challenge myself with the less common like the the faith builds which are more difficult to use um paladin style paladin style <laughs> exactly yeah um and that's been a trope in all the games all the like magic can be very powerful mm-hmm. um so i've heard that it is more that that the magic in general is more fleshed out in Elden Ring than it was in the previous game. I've heard that too, yes. I believe it. Um, that Donkey video and that that showed him just fucking murk. Go, go back in the laser. Go back in the fucking laser. It's a Comet Azure thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's part of the vision that From Software has was not, you know, putting the magic aside and putting the separate me- other mechanics that make the game quote unquote easier or harder. This is a game that is supposed to be played alone but together. And you can tell by that by the way that the multiplayer works. It's the same as all the other Dark Souls games. And I think it's an interesting it's a very unique. No other game has it such an obtuse multiplayer system. Yeah. It it's but, I only just started to try and figure it out now at level fucking 55 but there's a reason for it and that reasoning is <laughs> i hope that was got a cold up. bud light it's not a bud light saturday night it's a guinness <laughs> got a cold guinness on a minute's night and it's not saturday <laughs> but um happy easter by the way <laughs> oh yeah today we're, we're recording on easter and so and easter. passover and ramadan yeah all the all the happy happy holidays. holiday I'll be honest. Why are you fucking laughing? Singular. Um, 
the 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 design of the multiplayer is very intentional. Back when Dark Souls, the original Dark Souls was released, or even Demon Souls. I don't actually know if Demon Souls had like the summoning system and everything, but the original Dark Souls, the 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 whole point of the multiplayer system was kind of to make it so that you were still doing the challenges on your alone, but you and the community were were learning and beating the game together. So I personally, th- I, I'm, I have mixed feelings about people like just googling like what do I do, you know, like how do I beat this guy, right? Um, I've expressed that to you. Like, I, I hate that you just fucking Google. I don't do it all the time. I know, and I do it a lot less now. Right. I did it a lot in the beginning. Um, I have, go ahead, I go have ahead. mixed feelings about it. One, because it's like, like if this game is very obtuse. Like, if you get stuck in, like, one of those fucking side quests, okay, whatever, fine. You know, it makes sense. I had to do it one or two times. Um, however, when it's like, oh, what's this boss's weakness? I feel as if you should try, you know, use the messages. So, like, if if you read the messages people leave, it'll be like, oh, try blood loss, try poison, try this, try try rot. Oh, okay, I can try that if I'm if I'm struggling or whatever. Um, you don't have the right, so you don't have the right. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't have, have the right. right. <laughs> you don't have the right. <laughs> Dog. Stick. <laughs> Pickle. <laughs> I put a message down by hey. one of the ever jails um, where all the pickles are. Yeah. And it's just pickle, oh pickle. <laughs> it, never, it never got rated. I'm very sad. But you're right, though. This game is so obtuse. It's so obtuse. But it's, I think it's a, to, I, think, I, I think to an extreme degree. I would agree. I think it's an extreme degree, but it's, it's a very, in, in my opinion, I'm part, is part it of my fairly. Um, so when when I say when I say that it's obtuse, I mean uh, like a lot of the core systems of the game are really really so, some of them you'll stumble upon, like what as you're playing like the horse. At first you at, at like when I first started the game, it was like oh, how do I use my horse? How do I get my horse? You and the game doesn't tell you that you don't get to horse until you go to like your third side of grace. Well, the only reason yeah. you would have known that's if you had a horse that's something... if you watched the trailers. Like the game well, doesn't yeah. tell you right off the bat, like oh, you're gonna get a horse. But that's what I'm talking about. It's something that you would just stumble upon just by playing the game normally. But some of the stuff, like when I was talking about finding spirit ashes, it was like. Oh yeah, well you have to go to this specific location at nighttime and then talk to this person, but they also don't tell you that if you found a certain amount of sites of grace, she doesn't spawn there anymore. So then you have to go to the round table hold and talk to this other person and they'll give you the specific item that you need to even be able to summon spirit ashes, but you also can't summon them wherever you want to. You can only summon them in specific areas where this little logo will appear on your screen that it also doesn't tell you what that logo means. Well, it's just it's that that stuff that's like so how do you figure any of this stuff out on you, your own i get it trial and error but not like, even that but like where elden ring is much better than the other other soulsborne games they're in the like if you read through the tutorials they tell you all of the stuff so like it'll say on the screen like for this if you collect your first spirit ash and mm-hmm. you have tutorials enabled right a pop-up will come on your screen. Oh, you can only summon spirit ashes to help you in fight in these locations where you see the symbol. You need a spirit calling bell. Oh, what's a spirit calling bell? I don't know. I will maybe walk, find it on my adventures. I never did. 
until like I was level maybe 40 because I just happened to not come across the location that Ronnie spawns in the time that she spawns and I had to That's look exactly it up. who I was no, talking about. No, I had about. to look yeah. it up because I w- how would I have known to come across that one location at the right time? I mean, yeah, maybe it might happen, but I don't go I don't like that was towards the beginning of the game. It was like the first church. Mm-hmm. I never, I never, like, never went back there after that. I barely went to that location because I had explored all around there. I just didn't do it at the right time. That's yeah, no, frustrating. I, I get it, but there's a reason why it goes into, like, if you go to the roundtable hold after that happens, like, let's say after you no longer can get Ronnie, it'll tell you, like, when you go there to the roundtable hold, a message comes up on the screen that says the Twin Maiden Husks have a new item for you. I didn't get to that point, so. But you have the spear chronicles. I did, but it wasn't through. It was through her. Oh, I just, okay. I was not at a point in the game where I, I had progressed you. past that, but I was, but I, I think I still hadn't like beaten Margaret or something. Like I was yeah. early on. I just kept leveling up uh-huh. by just exploring the region because I couldn't. But part, I guess, part of the hope, I can understand the the frustration of that. Absolutely, I'm not trying to deny or defend. I guess, but in. In my eyes, I'm seeing it as that's an optional mechanic of the game. That's not a core mechanic. I I, I guess so, I suppose. So, like like on my second character, I'm trying to do it without any spirit ashes at all. So mm-hmm. I haven't used any of them. Many glove ghost wart things. I'm mm-hmm. just selling. Um, there are definitely some things that I think could have been done a little better. The fact that people are missing the tutorial entirely without realizing it. I did that. I skipped the entire tutorial section in the beginning. Yeah. Went back to it at level like four. Wait, did you just run through like? Yeah, you have because you have to come up on the screen. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm talking about you probably skipped it too if you don't even know what I'm talking about. You know when you when you so when you die to that first creepy looking fucker, the the scion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, So when you die to that, you spawn in that graveyard thing. Yeah. And if there's a tutorial area in there, if you jump down the hole. If you jump down the hole in that cave, there's a whole tutorial pathway. And it oh, gives I, you a... I, I did do... Like, I went around through that whole thing and I came back. I assume I jumped out, oh, okay. but I don't maybe, actually maybe remember. You did did so you, you fight like a... Did you fight a soldier boss? That... I think so, yeah. All right, so yeah. maybe you did. Yeah. I completely skipped that. Went straight up the stairs and, like, into the... But a lot of people are doing <laughs> that. Saw the tree sentinel and I was like, oh, this is the kind of fucking game we're playing right <laughs> but now. But, like, why would you be inclined to jump down into a hole? Well... So that's part of the p- thing people are saying. I would say if you talk to the guy, that's there's like a ghost right in front of it that just says, take right. the plunge. The cave of knowledge or whatever. Take the plunge to the cave of knowledge or whatever. And it's like, I feel like, oh, I suppose. let me try and just, I feel like your well, curiosity would just be like. Well, so there's that. But I think like what's more egregious is like the, um, maybe not the incantations versus sorcery. Like, for the longest time, I didn't know that I needed a finger seal in order to use incantations. Maybe that's something that. I would have known it if I played the other games. Well, but no, you should have known that by just reading the tutorials. I don't know how to read. <laughs> um, that's another thing. It's no, a very heavy... But, like, the multiplayer. Going back to the multiplayer. Yeah. You have four different items for multiplayer. And they're like, this one is for competitive co-op. This one is for cooperative co-op. This one is for duelist multiplayer. This one is and, for invasion. Or, or, or yeah, and it's like, well, okay, well, what's the difference between invasion and duelist? What's 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 cooperative versus... <laughs> there are some things that it doesn't necessarily explain right. very well. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. Like, a big thing that the, after that patch that came in, uh, 
like a month after the game came out or a few weeks after the game came out on the map they added icons for where npcs are like main npcs like, like merchants yes. like yeah, merchants yeah. and stuff like that which thank fucking god because i would not have been able to find Blythe or um fucking what's his name um fuck i forget but that i was my first playthrough i was doing ronnie's quest line mm-hmm. and i would not have been able to do it without those icons because i could not fucking find Blythe. you know um so 100% I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, do I think there should be a quest log? Maybe. Uh, so I that's that's something Justin and, I, Justin and I, I think, agree on. Is e- yeah. Even if there's no quest log, I would at least appreciate like some kind of a journal of actions like, I've already completed. Things I've yeah. already done. Because when you're in the middle of some of these quest lines, they're, again, really kind of... There's zero hand-holding with it, which is fine, but they're very out of the way sometimes mm-hmm. you know and and the paths you have to take to actually complete some of them all of them is really i don't know how some people figure that out without looking it up because it's like I, why would you even go that way so there's two <laughs> things i would say for that one every quest line is completely optional mm-hmm. every quest line is completely optional i get it so i think what from software wants and this is apparent with all the other dark souls there's no quest logs or anything like that and the the fucking dark souls games are even more like egregious with that because like half the time the NPCs just end their conversation with you by like menacingly laughing at you yeah and they don't tell you where to go and you can find that with like one or two of the NPCs but if you do the dialogue like listen to the dialogue of most of the NPCs and you have to you might have to listen to a couple times which I'm not saying is a good thing or a bad thing but you'll eventually hear like all right so let me get this straight I have to find Millicent who is at the church mm-hmm. in this region. All right, let me go check around these churches. You know, I'm sure I might have missed something. So let me just, even though I've explored this area, let me explore it again. And what I end up finding is I've missed some stuff. Um, and I think that is both, in uh, it's a detriment and a strength of the game because it kind of forces you to either do one of two things. Just Google it if you're getting frustrated or do like heavy heavy exploration like look at every nook and cranny that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but what i think the problem is the nature of the game is yes if you get stuck on something take a break go try something else come back when you're more prepared to, mm-hmm. to, to do it again but if you're in the middle of an intense quest line like that and you let's say you take a break from it for like a week or two you when you come remember. back, where the hell did you leave off? Yeah. Do you know where you left off? Do you know where the person who started <laughs> exactly. this is? Do you even know? Right. Do you even remember the last person you were supposed to talk to for that quest line? I get it. It's it's get hard, it. and a lot of times uh, an NPC will like disappear, and you're just supposed <laughs> to find them. You're supposed to find them in this gigantic fucking world, and by the time you, I don't know. By As... the time I do end up finding them, by pure coincidence. I've already forgotten the context of the situation. Like, it's like, why was I looking for you again? I don't even remember. As a person who um, is very forgetful, this game is hard. <laughs> this game is very hard sometimes because, and I, I'm also okay with things being like you have to figure out where you need to go yourself. You have to explore yourself. You have to kind of you know put the waypoints yourself. That's fine, but. If, if an NPC tells me or if I see 
uh, pick up something or whatever. If an NPC tells me information that is imperative to me figuring out what I need to do, I would like some just type of log of like, I would think in a world like that, right? It, like in real life, if I was exploring in a world like that and I was talking to people, I would fucking write, write shit down. down. At the very least, like, what did they say? Or what was their That's, name? I because I don't want to have to do that while I'm playing a game. Like, get my, an actual physical notebook and write shit. Because otherwise, I'm not going to remember anything. It is There is so it's such a breadth of just content in the game, people to talk to and things to do and places to explore that I don't remember anything. I don't remember a lot of the locations, the regions, the names of people, and it makes it, like, hard to play the game sometimes for me. And that's and that's more of, like, a personal thing for me, but it would be helpful just to log of just what I did or what things are called because I don't remember. You'll reference stuff, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe I did that. I don't fucking remember because I don't know the names of shit. I would say I think... In my opinion, what I would be completely on board with um, would be, like you said, my character is probably writing this shit down as well. Just have him write down what fucking uh, Merchant uh, Kala is saying. Like, oh, what's the last... What, what what's all the dialogue I listened from this guy? Because that's something that I do sometimes. Like, I'll accidentally skip a line of dialogue, and I'm like, oh, shit, what did he say? And it's like, I can't go back to that dialogue now. Um, that's probably something I would 100% agree with. Like, a log of... So, you know what game does that, actually? Let's say God of War. Because when, when, um, when, you, when you interact with certain types of enemies or have certain encounters and, like, you and Atreus start, like, talking about shit, especially Atreus because he's very knowledgeable, that that will get logged into, like, a section of that's your true, inventory yeah. that you can refer back and it may have, like, little extra tidbit of information. But it's there and I can go, like, oh, what was this enemy? Like, what was the history behind it? Or, like, what, uh... Not more of the weaknesses, but, like, the the context surrounding that. Mm-hmm. And I can go back to it because I will not remember all of these things. Right. And I like I, I think that's that's a great way to do it. Absolutely. I don't know what your example was. My example was going to be Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, actually. they uh, That game had a very complex... Um, t- like, it was, it's a, you know, it's a game based on time. So every three days, the world resets. But... Link gets a journal from uh, this group of, like, kids who are, you know, you you get accepted to their quote-unquote club uh, on day one, and they give you, like, a passcode, right, to access, like, a the area, and then they give you their quote-unquote bomber's notebook, because that's the name of their club, the Uh, bombers. Sorry. Okay. Um, Do you have no shame? (laughs) Anyway, as you do things in that game... Let's say I talk to the merchant, uh, the um, house, uh, fuck, the um, proprietor of the inn. I forget her name in that game, but um, it'll log it in that book for you and it'll say, oh, during this period, she said you have a meeting with her on day two from 10 to 2. At some point, she'll be here. Go talk to her. Um, so it's like I- having an Outlook calendar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm completely okay with that. I just, I don't want what I think would take away from the Dark Souls slash Elden Ring open world experience would be anything beyond that. So... Like a heavy navigation heavy system. Heavy navigation. Lots of markers. Mar- no, I don't think go. it needs to no, be no, no, that no. crazy. And I, I honestly kind of like the vagueness of some of the NPCs 
some of them are a little fucking retarded like excuse my language but um there's one guy during ronnie's quest line i still have no idea who he's talking about um i've done it twice he's the sorcerer who's like one of her fucking soldiers or whatever oh, 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 yeah, and yeah. he's like oh go give this bottle of shit to fucking lavanya or whatever her yes, name is i know who that is okay actually, don't tell me no i know i was literally referencing her because earlier because she's the one that i said fucking like disappears and i have to like i find never her. saw her she's all over but like it's like he's like oh go give this bottle to lavanya and i'm like okay who's lavanya all right where is she and he never tells you he doesn't even give you a region he's just like go fucking find him uh go fucking find her and same with the soldier that you first meet at the round table he's like oh make tell me if you ever meet a woman named Lanya. it's like okay where did you last see her he doesn't tell you <laughs> it's like it's pretty low priority for him yeah. like, if you happen to you know after you pass the <laughs> rabid dogs you beat someone by that name you know. it's yeah. so funny because that's his daughter <laughs> it's his daughter <laughs> yeah. and then because and then the other fucking thing is like it gets to a point where it's like i still haven't found this girl lanya i just saw this guy at the round table hold he invaded me and i had to kill him because he was gonna kill me so it's like oh shit now he's never gonna fucking tell me so I understand the frustration with that I would 100% agree with like you know a little bit more context in some of the dialogue but I think I I think it's at a point right now where I am content with it I know I'm probably you know I'm one of 8 billion people or 12 million people who play the game but I think it adds to the obscurity of the world 8 billion players imagine well, on uh, on that note, on that note, let's uh, let's have a word from our sponsor, um, who is probably probably anchor or somebody, probably a couple people. Could be one of a few. Could be one of a few. Most likely, anchor, though. at least for now. But uh, let me solar, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll continue yeah, later. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> A tip for anyone who wants to and is playing this game. You don't have to hit every wall 50 times. Stop. You don't. I know why. <sighs> no, you don't. You don't. So, so I, I, I still don't understand. For those who are I understand. extremely confused right now, because I'm, I'm confused. Um, I, 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 tr- I, I found that wall. Mm-hmm. There's a wall in Volcano Manor. Um region in the game and if you hit it so there's someone who found on reddit i think it was they hit this wall 50 times and it was an illusory wall that broke after hitting not one not two but 50 times this is the first time in any dark souls game any blood bloodborne sacro that that ever happened any fucking game ever any fucking game ever (laughs) It was unintentional. It was. Okay. It was unintentional. Thank God. So, because there's two that do that. So the mechanics behind that is that every illusory wall in the game has poise. No, has nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine HP, but they all the ones that are supposed to function have a an event trigger on them that if, um, if someone does some type, if a player does some type of damage or interaction with the wall, magic, anything, that it will then 
poof and faded because it's its own entity with its own health. Um, the ones, the one that seems to do that where you hit it, you have to hit it a, a, a god load of times is it is because that wall wasn't meant to be broken and it doesn't, it subsequently does not have an event trigger and they probably did not want to have to, um, reconfigure the, le the level geometry to put an actual wall there and just left the entity wall there without the trigger thinking who is going to hit this specific wall enough times to take down 9,999 HP. You don't know but this somebody, community. But you somebody did don't it. understand but how somebody. fucking stupid this community is. So wait, wait, is there nothing behind it? No, there. it's another room. It's not like a secret room. With nothing in it. No, it's it's a room that you've been in before. No, but... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if like is it like a secret item or, or something no. that you get? So you're telling me that is ever not every wall is like that just entity walls no oh yeah only the only the uh, the walls meant to be like illusion illusionist walls or illusory walls okay the reason okay. they have an hp is that in the event that a um an enemy trick uh damages the wall that it won't break so huh. the event the event trigger only triggers on player interaction interesting i i learned you can just roll and the walls will yeah, yeah. some type of interaction um, that's interesting. I'm glad to hear that that was unintentional. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of disappointed to find out that was unintentional. <laughs> no, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um, but but welcome back. Well, yeah, welcome back. Well, from, that was a really long break. welcome back. What a cool uh, little technical note. That is, yeah. Thing. That's see, I find uh, there's a lot of. I love did, the technical background of did, how things work. Uh, did you learn that from Zuli the Witch? I did. You did? I did. She's fantastic. Yes, yes, she, she is. is. Her she has a you know, she does a lot of technical you introduced me to her mm -hmm. actually. She does a lot of technical analysis of um the Soulsborne games. Yep. And she's the one that I didn't even realize it was her video until after you told me. I learned that the Erd tree is about fifteen thousand feet tall. Yes. It's fucking huge. <laughs> Like, Enormous. the entire time that I'm walking through this game... That's you half know, of Mount Everest. That's half of Mount it's Everest. It's larger than the Alps. Yeah. And that's not including the root structure. Mm -hmm. Like, <sighs> spoiler, um, I think the entirety of um, that region I showed you today that I'd found in my second playthrough, yeah. the underground region, yeah, there's yeah. four underground regions. You, you have found two? I found Angel the River. CEO for a well. The oh. CEO for a no, I think, whatever. I think Alec found. Alec found. That's all I found something. that was underground. That's yeah. all I did. So there's four. Oh, no. Um, I only found two on my first playthrough. I found the third one. Um, and then I read on Reddit, like somebody was talking about the fourth one. I forget the name of it. Um, so I'm like, oh, I got to figure out how to get here now. Because I try not to look up as as much as possible obviously i'll see stuff here and there from just browsing reddit and i get spoiled whatever um it's such a big game that something small gets spoiled that small something gets spoiled i know that there's still gonna be so much to be looking forward to um but um the entirety of that region i showed you is the root structure of the earth tree really and it's a big fucking region like well i think the the way trees are programmed <laughs> in real like life, I oh. IRL, um, isn't it the um, the span of the branches? I believe the root system is double that. Is it really? I believe. Is that so. how nature? I believe so. Huh? 
Damn. Fucking trees um, are big, man. You're you're growing possible. an avocado tree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the root structure is kind of like kind of bundle because of the container that I had it in. But if it was a little more expanded out, it'd probably be close to double because it's a very like capillary like system. Right. It, it branches yeah. out. out. Yeah. That's weird. Nature's fucking scary, man. I love the whole like all the mushroom stuff. Like that. That's why all of your neighbor's Stop. trees, all the roots of your neighbor's trees are like uprooting your fucking your uh, my what your, my your fence slash retaining wall. In your backyard, my retaining wall is perfectly fucking fine. Okay, no, there's 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 a there's a crack in the wood of my retaining wall, and there's mushrooms growing in it, and I fucking hate it. I want to get rid of them. Don't you love mushrooms? I fucking hate mushrooms. <laughs> can I have them? You so have been go? aggressively wielding this lighter for the past eight minutes. Can you just put it down, please? Okay, I put it down. Can I, can I take them and like cook them? What the mushrooms? You want to go? You want? I'd be more than happy to let Kinda, you. Kinda. I don't know. I love mushrooms. Yeah, but are those cookable? I don't. Everything's cookable. People are cookable. <laughs> okay, are they edible? People are edible. Well, that's true. Brick heard... is edible. Someone ate a plane. So I've heard that babies taste like chicken. What is happening? <laughs> let's let's so, take the train that has now completely catastrophically quarter mile catastrophically crashed. Uh, <laughs> season two, we're setting the bar real high this season. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to ask you guys, do you think that this newfound success of Elden Ring, I shouldn't say newfound, the success of Elden Ring, do you think that it's deserved? Yes. You do? Yes, 100%. Especially in the environment and era of AAA modern gaming absolutely i think hey, the, yeah. the the hype for the game i don't want to say it was overblown but i think it definitely expanded its appeal to more people than are likely going to actually complete it i'm pretty sure yes they sold 15 million copies i would say at least half of those people are probably never going to finish the game um, I feel pretty confident in that statement. Well, I think but, here, let's let but, me pull up. Um, it, no, it, it it's a hundred percent deserved. A hundred percent deserved. There there's so much polish and work put into this game. I there are so many moments where I was genuinely breathtaking by either the vistas or <laughs> what the you need fuck? to stop. You need to stop doing that. That was breathtaking. Those breathtaking vistas. You're breathtaking. <laughs> I think you literally killed your mic. Because you literally this this motherfucker stood up, shoved his mic up his ass. He shoved his ass in my face. <laughs> Continue what you were saying. I didn't fucking remember. <laughs> I don't have a journal or quest log. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Sounds like user error. My <laughs> whole life is user error. Um, oh, hold on. I need a fucking no, this, light that No, the game, over. it's breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Alright, lighting, lighting the lighter again. Stop. It's beautiful. The um, what's it? What's it called? Where you take the horse and you do this super jump through the little oh um, upward jet stream of yeah, air. Yeah, what's that called? Do you know what it's uh, called? I I did, but I forgot. Whatever it's called, 
uh, spirit is so impressive. Spirit Spring. Visually, yes. when I see that, because of like the amount of, of height you actually gain from those jumps, there's so much that... It, and there's no load screens in this game. Mm-hmm. Really, it's one large, seamless environment. Yeah. It's insanely impressive when you, to me, yeah. as somebody who's not a computer programmer. But You know what's an interesting mechanic of the game that I think is intentional on, on two parts? Is the sort of... Uh, the, the, the distance-induced fog, where, like, you don't necessarily see a lot of the, like really distant stuff in the mm-hmm. game you can just see like this, the peaks like, of buildings yeah. or whatever so one that probably saves on some resources in terms of rendering so that the game can actually run because there are some you know it's a little bit of performance issues with the game for, for for a lot of people including myself but the other is that um it entices you to want to explore it gives you just like a little inkling of like what might be there and be, like if you were able to just see everything there might be like locations where Okay, it doesn't look like there's much over there. I'll just I'm not going over there, or it doesn't look that interesting, or look that cool. I won't go over there. But it it it, it encourages you to want to explore. It entices your curiosity to use the whole region rather than just like linearly go to this one section or this one lo- one region. Um, and something I found interesting. I don't know if there's a way to reinduce it when you beat the second major boss in the campaign, Godric. And you exit through his castle into the lake of lakes of Liernia or something like that. Lake of Liernia. Lake of Liernia, and you kind of you walk towards the cliffside, and you're able to just see the vastness of this lake and a lot of the structures. If you then go down and go progress and do whatever you want, and you come back to that location, you can't see shit. It's all mm-hmm. fog. Yeah. I appreciate that in that instance, they let the player just in have a, just a visual joyful experience of like, wow, this is ev-. it gives you that taste. Mm-hmm. Like this is everything you get to explore in this new area. Now go explore it. Yeah. But we'll, we're going to keep it a little cryptic. So you have to you have to go out and look at everything. You know what other <clears throat> what other problem that solves is is something that Halo Infinite because it wouldn't be a podcast episode if we didn't talk about Halo. <laughs> um, the Halo Infinite has a lot of issues with texture and asset pop-in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's even in like some of the cutscenes where the pelican is flying over over the um, the landscape, and you can see out the back, you can see trees popping in in the distance at at times. Um, so by obscuring most of those further out locations with dense fog. It gives the game, I'm assuming, time to render all that stuff in before it would become naturally visible to the player. So it definitely. doesn't seem like an issue whatsoever. It'll. It definitely can. That absolutely. It'll obscure things that aren't loaded, that aren't high resolution, that aren't uh, functioning correctly. I know when you don't have line of sight of a lot of NPCs and active entities, that the animations will basically come to a PowerPoint standstill um, until the player goes to view them, in which they will resume. Uh, so there's probably a lot of resource management that go that 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 helps, um, which <laughs> definitely this game needs as much help as it help as it can get uh, for performance. You know, it was very interesting. I, you know, I didn't really have that issue. Run it at 4K. 
So I, okay, I, I will say, um, I run it in performance. So it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I do too. You, you can run performance at 4K at 60 FPS and it can hold it for the most part, but there's quite a bit of like kind of hitching and stuttering. I don't have a 4K TV, so I, I'll, I'll always run performance mode because I'm not, I can't utilize, you yeah. know, the, the extra quality. So I, on, I will say on the Series S. So I, I, I have the Xbox Series S. Yes, we're all playing it on the Xbox platform. Um, Yes. To let everyone know. Um, Not PC or anything. Playing it on the Series S, at, even in performance mode, I do notice a lot of performance issues. It's not like the frame rate goes straight down. It's like there's these weird like, hitches stutters, and things. Yeah. Stutters, yeah. Now, I wouldn't say it detracts from the experience because... Surprisingly of, doesn't. Surprisingly, yeah. yeah. Because when it comes down to like the moments where you're actually in a boss fight or um, you're in combat... Unless it's like a very cinematic boss fight like Rikard or um, Elden Beast, you know, spoilers, or oh, what's another good one? Fucking the Fire Giant or something. Fire Giant. Any of the really cinematic fights is when you'll start to notice it. And those fights, um, even even in those fights, it's, it's really not that big of a deal. But a lot of the From Software games, their, their performance has never been the best. Um, even on PC, I, I had Sekiro on pc and there's a lot of moments where even on uh, at the time top of the line hardware um just it it, it, it would stutter because it's mm-hmm. just poor optimization you know they use their own uh i think from software uses their own in-house yeah. engine yeah. so it's not very optimized whatever i'm not gonna fucking kill them over it um but no, i was going somewhere with that i don't that's okay yeah, you know what I found interesting. So I was just looking to go back to a point you said before. Um, you know, you think about half the people would beat this game. Okay. Right. Oh, you were looking up the the the. Yeah, I was just curious. Statistics. So two things. One, I noticed. Um, I have an achievement on Xbox. Uh, for killing a boss that I never encountered. I don't know how that happened. Are you sure you never encountered? Yes, any? because this this boss is one that I'm trying to beat on this playthrough. Who that I never. You didn't on the. Yeah. Didn't you? So I don't know why I have it. Um. And don't question it. I'm not gonna question it. But um the second to last boss in the game, uh spoiler, Horalu, um sixteen point six percent of gamers have unlocked this achievement. Okay. So wow, that's more than I was expecting, honestly. So sixteen percent of Xbox players have beaten the second to last boss, so I can infer maybe 15% of players have beaten this game. That's honestly way more than I expected. You look at a lot of statistics for other games um, and and the level of completion that players do, like it's, a lot of times it's pretty low that a lot of people get through the whole of a game, of any game. So that, that's, that's, I think that's saying something. People are actually pushing to the end. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, (laughs) it's, it's funny you say that because I never thought I would come to the point where I would say that I want less content in a video game, but this game is like, this game is a game. never ending cycle of suffering and it's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing, but it's getting to the point where it's like, God fucking damn it, man. Is this over yet? Like, God damn it. Did I win? Can I just win already? God <laughs> fucking damn it. I'm a and me- I can't give up. Like I have to beat it. I've so I've invested too much of my goddamn life into this game to let it beat me. It's just like my career, you know. I quit. I I don't want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's there there is almost a sense of obligation that comes and especially when it's from encounters that you just aren't getting past you know a boss i fight for i don't know 5 10 15 20 times maybe and it's just it becomes i have it's a like sunken cost fallacy. I've invested so much Look at you in using this in, economics terms. In this encounter, <laughs> in this interaction, in this game that I I will not give up. I cannot give up. And I will not become hollow. <clears throat> I will not be maidenless. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. no maidens. <laughs> the idea is hopefully that that doesn't become a such a negative obligation that you don't enjoy the outcome at the end. But I think it's something that helps to push through these very these obvi- these definitely very difficult games that the from software games can be um cuz i don't i don't traditionally enjoy these super hard high bar lot of hardship games it's not something i gravitate towards but everything surrounding the game enticed me enough to try it and has kept me and has made me come around to that type of challenge and when i beat things there is such a satisfaction i you know i'll get up out of my chair and it's like yeah motherfucker and it feels good that release of have like adrenaline and dopamine and it's it's good Mm -hmm. feels good i will say for me (laughs) i don't know how that came across on the mic i stood up and walked on the other (laughs) side of the room no but you're so right you're so right i remember when i was fighting the magma worm (laughs) <laughs> I and he killed me a bunch but at at a certain point I had memorized every single one of his moves and at that point it felt so good because I was in that room like what's up you got nothing left to throw at me you got nothing you ain't shit boy I know all your moves I'm in your mind and then he would come up with a new move yeah. and I would die again <laughs> I will say that is something I'm noticing a lot more in this versus the other games like if I'm stuck on a boss and I finally get their move set down another one just comes out of fucking nowhere it seems to mix things more like yeah. there's, 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 there's a lot more, more fluidity to the options that they have and combinations that they can and do and I think that's fantastic um, going back to you know this this level of satisfaction as much as as satisfying as it is to fucking finally beat Malekith. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> uh, he, he's he's coming up for me. I'm getting <sighs> close. I don't want to fight him a second time. Like I don't want to have to beat him a second time. I'm terrified. I'm absolutely terrified. But as as satisfying as it was as fucking euphoric as that moment was, nothing will ever come close to Sekiro. When it comes yeah. to this, I've said that so many times, and I'll say it again. Just the, the, the mechanics of that game are much more constrained. So there's a lot less uh, flexibility in approaching a fight. You have one, one very two very simple moves: block and attack, or parry and attack. That expand on that. You know how can I parry this? How can I attack? You know those those are your two core things and you can't really change them yeah you have your basic skills and you have different types of parries but you're using the same two or three buttons the whole fucking game and because of that they give special animations for every kill that you get Mm. um kind of like uh doom actually they have one reason why doom is so satisfying for many people is because there's a unique animation for every like special kill you know, on every enemy. Or there's multiple animations. Mm. Sekiro has the same thing. And on for every main boss fight, there's this unique 
moment that you are engaged in. Not only do you just watch a cutscene, but on some of them, you actually have to watch the cutscene. It forces you to watch it because you have to press a button for that cutscene to finish. And it causes you to be like, I finally fucking did this. Let me fucking press this button and murder you. It's it's a more um, personal accomplishment it, when yes. you're... When you have some unique physical interaction, like like sticking, you know, a sword through your neck and like pulling it and chopping off a head or something, whatever it is, you, whatever you just it may, described may the fucking monkey. Yes, <laughs> I really, <clears throat> I really appreciate that. Um, enemies don't scale along with your level, so if you're over leveled for an area, you're over leveled yeah. for an area. <laughs> you you feel yourself becoming more powerful. I literally said it to you guys in in, in our group chat one day, but. I was like, I'm getting this feeling sometimes when I walk into these boss rooms and it's no longer, oh, I'm trapped in here with this giant fucker. It's like, no, 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 no. You're trapped in here with me, motherfucker. You and I were talking about this, that the scaling, I think, is done really well in Elden Ring. A lot of um, progression type games, say one that I'm familiar with, Borderlands, and, and, and quite a few other games, when you're level when your damage when your gear is progressing it's very much an exponential type of progression oh my damage is like 50 and then i get a gun that like doubles that it's 100 and my level doubles that it's a that it's a 200 then 400 then a, then close to a thousand and consequently you two two things happen that one the latter half of a game uh and the former half of a game there becomes such a huge gap in um difficulty like if i get to in borderlands if i get towards the end of the game and i go back to like some of the starting areas and things like it's literally like walking on baby's heads mm -hmm. it's, <laughs> they just they just flatten it's not even a challenge elden ring the scaling is 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 much more linear where oh i upgrade a weapon it does 20 more damage 20 more base damage i upgrade again it does another 20 more damage and another 20 more damage so what you have is that while you are getting better, while you are getting more powerful, you're never exponentially more powerful than other than certain NPCs or regions or areas of a game. And it, in that sense, it tends to keep your ego in check. Yeah. Where, you know, you're 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 a big 70, 80, 90 level character with upgraded stuff and you walk into a section of uh a, maybe towards the beginning of the game with a ton of enemies. Yeah, you could probably kill them relatively easy, but like if you're just dilly dallying, they can they still have the yeah. capability to fucking kill you. It 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 definitely grounds you in a way, I yeah. think, which I appreciate. I appreciate. I can't I can't just walk through things. I have to be on my toes. I yeah. have to be ready to actually engage in encounters and, I catch, and give it thought. I run into that myself. Like my second character that I'm playing through right now, I'm in. Uh, I forget. Um, I think I'm level ninety already. And I don't, I don't know how I got that far, but I'm still noticing like... Hold on, you're level fucking 90 in your second playthrough. I know. I don't know how I got that far, but I'm not even that... I'm like maybe halfway through the game. Mm -hmm. um, I think because I'm finding all these extra regions that I, I, I'm doing a lot more of the side content. Mm -hmm. I can't even say side content because I did a hundred fucking hours of the first character. <laughs> but... um. I will catch myself getting killed by quote unquote easy enemies because I'm getting cocky because I'm like I'm level ninety I should I shouldn't be having a problem with this mm -hmm. but then like I get that reality check where it's like okay I can 
I can do this, but like I just gotta. Stand. I actually have to be engaged in, I still in have the fight. To be engaged. Well, yeah. you you know something interesting about that is I, I think one thing I've noticed about this game as as opposed to like other melee style um, kind of games, like take the Arkham games, mm. you can be faced with you know you can be dropped into a situation where it's like you versus literally fifty. 50 mm-hmm. goons in in one room but they'll typically take their turn to attack you where <laughs> yeah. only one two three max will attack you at any one given time like in a movie it's like exactly. only one guy at a time is and coming everybody at else you. is kind of just like waiting their turn Elden Ring is like not like that at no, all. Everything. If you're in a room with ten people, guess what? All of them are swinging <laughs> at you at the same time. So you have to be like methodical with how you tackle big groups of enemies. Yeah. Try to lure them into an area where you have more of an advantage over them because this game doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. Like nobody in this world gives a fucking shit about you. Just like real life. Just like real Just life. Like real life. Um, Shabbat shalom, motherfucker. Shabbat fucking loam. No. Um, Clip that, Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, but see, that exactly, we, you and I, were, you were watching me play Elden Ring about two hours ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As soon as the second guy enters the ring, I'm sweating. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I can take this one guy. Funk. Fuck. Oh my fuck. god! You fuck. were like, "Fuck!" fuck. You, I was like, "Get off! Get off!" You were like, "No, I just want to see what's on the other side of this door." I was like, "There's going to be a third one." I'm telling you, there's going to be a third one. He's like, "He was like, no, it's fine. It's, there's not another one." There was a third one. There was a third one. Agro and focus are are extremely important. You know what? One, if enemies are all aggroed at you at the same time and all coming at you and also where you're putting your aggression and your focus towards you have to pick methodically who you take out and when you take them out and where you take them out to really win absolutely uh, any and you can notice that in all the from software games not not only elden ring elden ring makes it a lot more fair i think i, I can't even say that I think we're just probably because we have a better tool set. There's more options. There's tons of more options. Yeah. But when when you're up against a group of um, a group of enemies, or even just let let's say a boss, the most um, I'd say the most iconic boss in Dark Souls One are the twin gargoyles. They're they're one of the earlier game bosses, and you fought a few at that point, but then all of a sudden you're facing two bosses at once. You're facing the twin gargoyles. And it's like, what the fuck do I do? Because they're both attacking me at once. You have to be patient. And that's something that, like you were saying, the Arkham games, a lot of games do not give you, I mean, give you a lot of leeway. Like, they'll take their turns. The From Software games do not give you any leeway. The enemies will attack you at the same time. They, they, they don't care. They don't care about each other. They'll hit each other to get to you. Uh, for better or worse but seeing it, a giant stop on enemy like smaller enemies that are coming at you just because he's just like get the fuck out of my way yeah. i gotta kill this guy it, it it's it forces you it, what you were saying actually earlier was it's rewiring you to play other games too because it's like you have to play it insanely defensively yeah insanely defensively. And you have to analyze what they're thing, doing like when i started playing this game <clears throat> again coming from the perspective of somebody who doesn't really play the soulsborne games it, my first inclination was like, I got to get as many hits. I got to knock this guy's health down as quickly as possible before he can fucking hit me. And it's like, no, you can't play the game like that. You got to get a couple hits in 
and then fall back. You got to be a little bit more conservative than, you know, than mm-hmm. to just swing your sword at everything that walks into the room because yep. it does not work that way. Yeah. And it's so much more of a, I have to analyze what the enemy is doing and not what I, not what I'm doing. It's more of how do I react and engage to how they're approaching me. I have to know what type of moves they'll do. Hey, if I get close to them, maybe they'll choose different moves or uh, what are the what are the signs for telegraphing certain actions they're going to do next? And how do they react? Like some knights, when you hit them, they'll they'll do a counter, and and you have to be ready for that for that counter that's about to come right at you. Or when uh, you're fighting Margaret and you stay too close to him for too long, he'll take out like the dagger and and like like he'll do his traditional really long wind up and hit you. And then, like, switch to, like, the light dagger and stab you when you're close to him, if you stay close to him. And you have to – that's it, – it can be a barrier of entry that almost all all of the fights need to be done more than once. You cannot – you really cannot just come into everything and be able to figure it out on the fly and do it on the first time. Mm-hmm. It just does not work that way. And it takes a lot of patience and a lot of dedication and I think with that, it's important to note that this kind of a game, just because it has mass appeal doesn't mean it's for everybody. Oh, it no, is not, not for everybody. And there are some people who just will not find enjoyment from this kind of a game, and that's fine. 100%. That is fine. Now, I don't think that those people should try and discredit saying, oh, this game is too fucking hard. This game is shit. Like, how does anybody play this? But absolutely, there are people who are just, this is not your kind of game. And that's everything. Sports games are not my kind of game. Yeah. Like, there's tons of stuff. Everything has a market and a kind of person that will be playing this. I will say, I, I find, like, doing self-reflection, I find it fascinating that I'm able to enjoy the From Software games because they do require a lot of patience. And I tend to, sometimes in, in gaming, I do lose my patience very easily um so i don't know what like what would you say like mr mr oh why is everything because you 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 do know well, everything uh, what no but but i'm the same way yeah i get very frustrated sometimes when i'm playing video games and one thing i'm noticing about this game it's changing my outlook or my perspective on difficulty or or challenges where I feel like pre Elden Ring, if I were, it's like B E before Elden Ring, B R before the Ring. Um, if I was getting like pummeled by some challenge, it would have been like this is bullshit. I'm fucking done. And and to an to a degree, I'm still like that when I play this game. But it it's different because now I'm noticing myself a lot more saying, ah. Oh, Fuck man, you know that sucks. But I got greedy. I got yeah. greedy. I, I, that was my fault. I should have backed up. I misread. I misread his Maybe attack. Maybe I take a potion at a different time to help me with my defense, or summon right. something at at a, at a different point in the fight so that it doesn't die early on. Whatever it I, is. I'm not not only am I paying attention to enemy movements, but I'm also paying more attention to my own actions. You're doing a lot of self coaching. Yes. Which I notice myself doing a lot. Um, I will say, playing when I first started, um, Dark, Dark Souls One Remastered was actually the first game I played. So when the remaster came out uh, for Dark Souls One, I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I heard this is a good game. Let, let, let me try it out. I got addicted immediately. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. I, I but 
it kind of changed how I approached even other games that I play. I, I do a lot more self-reflecting when it comes to my improving my performance. And you play very defensive. You are a devotion player I, in I think it's, too. I think Stop it's bringing important. that up. <laughs> I think it's important, though, because, like, say Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I'll get really frustrated when I play Call of Duty. If I'm having a really shit game, oh, man. I'll, I'll get frustrated, and sometimes it'll get to the point where I rage quit. See, all but, I, but or, or Siege. Or Siege, whatever it is. Cocksucker. But... Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like I'm not doing anything to change my play style. I'm doing the same thing and expecting shit to be different. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm playing Elden Ring, it's like, all right, obviously this strategy is not working. What can you do differently? How can you approach this in a different way to either give yourself an advantage or to stop falling into the same pitfalls that you keep falling into? So I'm curious to actually go and play some of these other games now with this new mindset that I've kind of acquired from playing this game, when there's a boss, you're probably getting kind of close to him. Uh, you've reached Nakran, right? Did you reach Nakran? Um, no. He, no. Oh, he didn't. Never mind. He probably's not even going to get to Nakran. All right. Well, either way, there's there's a boss called Mimic Tier who literally just spawns a copy of your player. Same abilities, same weapons, same gear. Whatever's in your inventory, he uses. He has your moveset and everything. I know the Spirit Ash works like that, yeah. But normally I feel like I would have been, like, afraid. I've been like, oh, God, I have to, like, fight myself. But it's like, no, I, I've been playing this game so long now. It's like, dude, you you're, you think you can beat me? I, I know exactly how you fucking <laughs> operate. What the fuck? <laughs> And I beat him in one try. It was like, you can't beat me. I've been I'm fight- me. I've been fighting my own personal demons for years. <laughs> I, um, I want, other than, so with everything that we've, we've said so far, um, minus the quest log that we talked about before, what is one thing that you would change? About like the whole game. About the whole game. What, what's like your one what's, aspect? I what's guess. one aspect that you think either could be improved upon? Like I said, other than this, like the quest stuff, because that's like I, in my opinion, I think that's you know that's all optional shit. I'd make know? it like ninety percent shorter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I if I had to be serious, I think, I think Donkey hit the nail on the head. Where I think the balancing sometimes is completely out of whack. Um. A, a, it's it's one thing to have these bosses with these crazy hard to dodge combos but having them hit for your entire health bar even when you have like 60 points like put yeah. into vigor and it still kills you in one hit it's like I can agree with that. It's it's it, a little. It feels a little cheap. It doesn't really feel like an earned death. Yeah. When you know, it's like you now made you are one button slip. Yeah. And now you're dead. and You got to start all over. I, I, I don't know. Agree. I don't love I that. With that. I've I've gotten accustomed to it over the past eighty I will hours. Say that, but... that is something that was not as apparent in the in the earlier games. Um, if you read through forums on or even just Reddit threads, um, people are putting a lot more into their their health stat than any other souls game myself included i i put a lot in, in i have like 41 yeah right people would cap theirs out like 20 25 30 in the previous in game? the previous games but people are putting in 50 55 60 um because the bosses do even some of the standard enemies do a lot of damage in one hit i think that's 
product of the fact that it is such a huge game that you know it's going to come to a point where you'll be it'll be too easy maybe mm-hmm. but i would I, I would agree with you and and the other half of that equation is i feel like there are a lot of enemies that can stun lock you very easily mm. and either that or have these insanely long combos that you either cannot dodge out like once you get hit the first time it's very difficult to dodge out of because you've fallen over and you gotta wait for the guy to slowly get back up and you can still get hit in that time so it i don't know it feels cheap when you get hit one time and it just kind of cascades to a point where now you're just getting hit by two or three enemies and you can't get out of the way i don't know yeah That, that little stuff like there it's nothing game breaking um but every so often it'll it'll come about yeah. and it's like okay sh- thank you dark souls <laughs> yeah no but there's a few enemies like that the the <laughs> so i think i've realized that uh very strongly because i chose to um <laughs> through my character i chose <laughs> i know where you're going with this. i i wanted i wanted the clay oven special where I could use a brick hammer and do what I want. But that requires 31 strength. I'm level 50. I got to level 31 strength at like level 40 or 45. I see. So you don't really have a lot of... I don't have a lot of the other stats and it is hurting me because I die... I die so... My health is... Especially for my vigor, you know, it's, it's... I'm not even at 20 now yet. I think I'm just about reaching that. And I'm de- I'm facing those. Oh, I slip up once. I make one mistake, and I'm just dead yeah. because I don't have a lot of buffer room for myself. And, and my the problem character. with having vigor so low is that that becomes like every enemy in the game now. Yes. <laughs> it's like not Very just much. like I, not just the particularly hard hitting ones. It's every enemy. I will say, if now. there is a silver lining, since you now have the weapon that you want. You don't have to put anything into strength anymore. Yeah, at least at least for the time being. I'm done. I'm basically done with that. The only thing I found that even surpasses that is like some of the colossal swords that'll have like forty strength yeah. requirement. Mm-hmm. Like the issue that I'm running into is uh, there's a few incant- incantations I found on my second character that I really want to use, but I only had like twenty faith. I needed like forty six. So like I'm up to I'm up to thirty eight now. With all my all my stats and everything, everything else I'm content with. But it's like I really want to use this, but I can't, and I feel like I'm not going to get to use it until like. But I'm getting there, so you know. I, I'm at the point where it doesn't make sense for me to put points into like faith or intelligence and all that stuff because I've been putting so many into like my three primaries is vigor, strength, and endurance. Right, that's like what my build is kind of set around. A, you use a dex weapon. No, it's it scales with strength. Yeah, but it mostly scales with dex. Which one? The blood the bloodhound? Yeah. I, I think that scales more with dex. Unless it scal- you... So it scales with both, but it scales more with dex. Oh, well that sucks. Did you, the, the letter <laughs> rating. Okay. The letter um, rating at the bottom tells you which uh, scaling I don't know how to read. Um <laughs> No, but like it's like there are so many spells I want to use, but then it's like I already need eighty thousand runes to level up, and now I gotta level up my mind so that I have more FP. I got to level up my intelligence like 20 times to be mm. able to use some of these spells or God forbid my faith like 30 times. Mm. It just doesn't make sense anymore. Unless I do like a full respec, yeah, it doesn't really Renala. make sense. I could do that. Yeah. But you know how many times I did that my on my first character? Can you do that in depth like as many times as As long as you, as you have the item, 
like so it's like you you find a lot of the larval tears they're called um later in the game you'll start to find a lot of them um at least in some specific regions use one of them to respec i have like 10 of them on my second character i haven't needed to respec i might actually um later but um i like that though because there's a lot of times i want to like change up how i'm playing and i I haven't gotten to that point in the game yet, so hopefully yeah. I will be able to. You're, you're still technically very early in the game. Yeah, at, at four, at, at fucking 40 forty-seven hours. hours, I'm early in the game. Imagine yeah. that. I'm early in the game. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Renala killed my only friend that I had in this whole godforsaken. You world. killed him. Bach? You killed him. Stop. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to. He just wanted to be a real boy. Now he's dead. So with, does Elden Ring, when you're done with Elden Ring, Brian, mm -hmm. this is mostly towards Brian. You can answer too, Justin, because you still got a long way to go. Um, are you going to try the other Souls games. Okay, so no. when I'm done with Elden Ring, I'm going to take like a six-month soul sabbatical. <laughs> I might go to Thailand or something and meditate for two years. And then maybe I will try the other Souls games. Um, I'm going straight back to Sekiro after this. No. No, I don't think so. It would have to be a long time because the... Elden Ring like too. the primary reason I continue to play this game is because it's open and I can choose what and where and who I want to do. That's big for me. You okay? And I'm just... holding up the microphone because the arm decided it didn't want to do its job anymore. So <laughs> he got tired. So I think this is uh this is nearing the end. I of think the, I think uh, that's the that's probably a sign the mic is falling down. <laughs> just just leave it. I got it. I'm, I'm got support. It? I'm very supportive. Yeah. You're not supportive. Are you kidding? Not through not from me. This is my rock on your face. Supportively. <laughs> you can't just tack that onto the end of any sentence. I will, I will fuck your mom. Supportively, <laughs> I will be your dad. dad. You never had. There's a, there's a. I was gonna say there's a vine. Fuck. There's a TikTok that I saw. Hi, my name's Chelsea. What's, What's your, your favorite, favorite dinner food? food? <laughs> there's a TikTok I saw recently, and the guy's like. The guy's like, oh, this kid uh, he comes up to me and he curses me out at the park. Um, I happen to know his mom on a first name basis. So I looked over and said, I waved to her mom and I said, hi, Chelsea. I looked at the kid in the eye and he said, I'm going to fuck your mom. I gave that kid more emotional damage than any other moment in his life. <laughs> and on that bombshell, emotional damage. Thank you, everybody, yes. for joining. I hope you found our commentary on Elden Ring. Um invigorating and accessible yes and uh and you had the endurance Does the back rooms podcast need an easy mode <laughs> i will say if you haven't played elden ring and you're listening to three idiots talk about it just because you're curious about other opinions give i say shot. give it a shot give it a especially, shot especially if you if you have a friend that if you don't want to spend the money on it i think you should find um, better role models well yeah absolutely a hundred percent but if you have a friend who's bought it and you just want to tr give it a try ask them to, to try it out play a Who couple hours buys a disc anymore my guy no just let me Loan sign me. into your account okay yeah i guess <laughs> yeah the steelbooks don't even come with discs anymore they're just fucking empty books i got this i ordered just a post with ones and zeros so just fucking write the game yourself i ordered a fucking steelbook for halo infinite 
after I already had it on Game Pass because I was like, ah, this is an important game. And now none of us play it anymore. And it just sits on my shelf. Well, you know what we should do? Uh, once we get into the next room, I think we should talk about the fact that season two for Halo is coming out. I soon. think we should. I played it literally yesterday. Um, the game's been out for five, six months, and there's still desync issues. I don't really want to fucking play this game anymore. And on that bombshell. And on that bombshell. Have, have a, a good, good night, night everybody. We'll see you in the next room. Good we'll night, see everybody. You in the next room. <laughs> Baby, you lie. Frida, bring me my flame. No, I still never beat her. I still-